Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Let's Talk Shuffle podcast. I'm Jackie, and joining me is Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer. Hi, Jackie. How are you? So, I am pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you very much. So, I'm fine. Uh, thank you, and you. Oh, yes. Also, <laughs> also fine. So, um, <laughs> we are recording this on May 25th. So, the end of the year is on our minds. And um, I know that the school year ends at different times for different people around the world. But the end of June is kind of traditionally the um, end of the semester, end of the year for. Uh, people in Canada. In the US, maybe finishes a little bit earlier, but end of June is in Canada. So we are going to talk about our top end of the year activities. Um, we have lots of good ideas. So um, I'll just jump into the first one. So my first one is that I like to have students, uh, usually children, make a little memory book. So um, you can just put together like a few sheets of paper, staple them together, um, make like the little book simple book thing. And then I have students draw some pictures, write like a sentence or two about each picture about some of their favorite memories from class. So, um, so like if we had a little class party or like a fun game that they liked, or um, maybe they made a new friend or stuff like that. So I kind of give students some ideas, but then leave it largely up to them. And I actually love that they can kind of just take home this concrete thing. And it's actually also looks very impressive for the parents when students bring home yes. uh, this like little booklet with all the things in it. So yeah, this, that's my first idea. Yeah. And I'll just tack onto that. Um, if you put a sheet of construction paper on the outside, then they have a color cover. And if, if they want to, they can cut out a smaller piece of white paper to more clearly write their title on the title of it. But um, yeah, that's something that's always fun to do. And the parents always like when their kids bring home little projects like that, that show their original writing. Mm -hmm. In English, yes. In English, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> like make sure so there's nobody to... writing theirs in their own language <laughs> yes so if you go to or, or like if you teach at a school where students um, pay tuition and it's kind of like a private hogwan or cram school or whatever then um, this isn't this, like actually such a good way to encourage parents to send their kids back because if they're just like wow this is so great they love love that kind of stuff so um, what is your um, idea Jen Okay, so mine is an end of the semester or end of the year presentation, which obviously uh, could be scaled up or down depending on the level of the class. And this could just be if, if they're really young, you know, just a, a self-introduction showing that they learned how to introduce themselves over the course of the semester or the course of the year, or it could hopefully be something a little more fun. So if they have made a memory book, for example, they could show the memory book to the class and tell a little bit about it. I like that. Yeah, I think that's like a fun kind of thing. But I would just say one comment about that. Like, sure. don't make it like this very serious, no, <laughs> hardcore presentation, because people I just want to relax and just kind of like, you know, let it all wash over them and kind of have a fun kind of day. So yeah, like I like the idea of like quite just like a simple kind of like low stakes, like low stress. Um, yes. Presentation. Yeah, everybody is um, done with the year emotionally. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, you want you want things to be low stakes if possible. Like obviously, depending on your teaching situation, you may be required to give graded work right up to the last day. And in that case, then do what you have to do. But I think most people are just trying to keep the kids engaged, keep themselves engaged, you know, drag each other to the finish line. <laughs> yes. So the more oh. that you can make it a fun activity. Um, and, and low stakes, as Jackie said, the, the better. And I mean, I taught in Korean universities and full on had to give final exams, which were like, no joke. So like the last class, I say end of the year activities, but in the last class and a lot of the places I teach or like the, a lot of the years that I taught, I full on did like, um, review for the final exam and like yeah. answered all the like scary last minute questions and like all of that kind of stuff. So it, yeah, 100% depends on the context. So we're kind of assuming that you're teaching probably kids and probably like not necessarily giving like a scary final exam or any of that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, just kind of some fun ideas. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. If you are giving a final exam, I like Jackie's idea of having a final lesson where they can ask all of their questions of things that they're particularly worried about mm-hmm. to relay, yeah. you know, sort of uh, tamp down their anxiety. If one student has the question, there's like 10 more in the class that have that same question. That was yes. my, because I did a bad job of explaining it probably or whatever. So I think I kind of like doing that in the last day instead of like getting a thousand emails about the same thing. It's easier just to like go over it with everybody in the class. So All right. So the third activity that um, we have is camping in the classroom. So this is kind of a fun thing to do with kids. So I just like um, if you have a lot of space and motivation, maybe you have a car so you can bring all this stuff to school super easily. (laughs) Um, You can like bring a tent, like maybe like get some, you know, like sodas, put them in the cooler. And then if you have like a little camp stove, you can do some marshmallows and like make some s'mores. Um, Sing some campfire songs. I'm very unmusical, so I usually will do it like on YouTube. And um, you can even like a little fire YouTube kind of thing. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just like kids love it because like not all kids have necessarily been camping before, but that was a big part of my childhood. So um, I've only done this a few times, but like people raved about it. And it's actually a good thing to do with another teacher or two as well. Yeah. So kind of like combined forces and you can each uh-huh. kind of take on a little task of it one person does s'mores one person does the tent and students can help you set up the tent they love that as well so um yeah so it's just kind of like a fun fun day where you can just kind of not like relax but it's just uh you know less about english and more just about like having some fun with students oh i wish i had known this when i was in korea because you know you could totally use um your hiking poles and just put like a um a tarp because they all have the little um grommets on the edges so you can just like rather than pitch a tent you can just stick a tarp up using your hiking poles extended all the way and then kids have to like crawl under it (laughs) so fun all right so that's camping so that's kind of the brief overview of that one but you can like look on um, google as well like camping in the classroom um, day or whatever and get like a million ideas which is where i actually got most of my ideas from for that so next one we have review games, Jen. So what review do you do games as as ever? If um you are in a teaching situation where you are required to teach up until the very last minute of the last day of class, then at least uh, make it as pain free as possible for the kids and do it in the form of educational games. So 
this, you know, review games, it's right there in the name, you know, all of the stuff that you have studied for, you know, the past semester or the whole year even, just turn it into a series of games and, you know, try and switch it up, you know, have some board games, some PowerPoint games, some small group games, some whole class games, whatever, you know, expand or contract it to fill the amount of time that you're required to be actively teaching them and not having fun time. Mm. Yes, exactly. Yeah, make it kind of educational, but fun at the same time, for sure. So um, my next idea, um, I kind of got all these ideas when I was teaching at a summer camp, I was teaching kids, and it was during the Olympics, I forget which year it was. But so I kind of every day, made my class I I taught the same class for like six hours a day or something so I just it kind of would get tedious if you just like I don't know talked about stuff from the book so I was like I'm gonna make it into Olympics and give like points and prizes and like a whole thing so I did a bunch of like different challenges so three of them that I did um one was the egg drop challenge so um you get like a raw egg and then you have to build like a you know container from you know a million different things straws toothpicks like paper whatever and then you get and then you go up and drop it from the roof and see whose breaks or doesn't break so students like loved it but you need yeah. help you need help yes. if you teach kids you need someone supervising the kids on the bottom you need someone to go up to the roof whatever that kind of thing so but it is a really really good one to do and then a similar one is the paper airplane challenge to like see who could throw their paper airplane the furthest and then also the tallest tower. So who could build the tallest tower um, that is still standing at a specific point in time, say like 30 minutes from the start point or something nice. like that. It has to, I always say it has to stand for like 30 seconds or whatever. So you say stop <laughs> and then you count 30 seconds and then who's ever still standing are the ones that you measure, something like that. So. Oh, good one. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, I like the Olympic tie-in as well. So yes. every day they've got their new sport that they have to master. <laughs> yes, it was actually like such a good class. Like other teachers are like, wow, that was those your students like love your class. <laughs> and I mean, I actually liked it too, because instead of just like, oh, slavishly like uh, going through a textbook or whatever, it was actually just fun, like talking about paper airplanes and how they fly and talking about like how to protect your egg and the materials. And like, it was still a lot of English, but it wasn't like boring English. It was just like, it, it was actually the kids' summer vacation as well. So I had some yeah. like empathy yeah. of like, oh, you don't necessarily want to be like full on studying English on your summer vacation as well. So um, yeah, so any of those things are quite fun, fun things to do. All right, yeah. Jennifer, so you have a, a group project idea. Yes. So this is not a last day. This is a coming up to the end of the year multi-lesson group project of having the students plan a summer holiday in small groups. So obviously you would begin by explaining what you want them to do and hopefully show them an example that they can look at and then have them work in their small groups. And you can set the parameters, like they have a budget, um, they have a set number of days, But generally speaking, it should be uh, they need to pick a destination and choose uh, enough activities to basically fill an itinerary. So if they've decided to go 
to Paris for five days, then they need to have like more than two sightseeing activities, you know, for example. Mm. And obviously you can keep it relatively simple, just pick a place to go and pick X number of sites to see, and they can look online and find out information about it. You can make it uh, more challenging by giving them a specific budget and telling them that, you know, they have to find a hotel and they have to plan, you know, two or three sightseeing activities every day. They need to look online and find restaurants that would fit within their budget, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You can make it bigger very easily, but you can also make it pretty small where they're just, you know, choosing a location and choosing some fun things to do in that location, which is more of basically researching a tourist destination kind of thing. But um, the, the more they're capable of, the more fun that they can have with it. And when you set them a budget, and then it's kind of fun to watch the students, because there's always going to be one who um, just wants everything to be like super luxurious. And, you know, <laughs> like they're, they're really, the sky's the limit. And then, you know, they have to be sort of reined in by the rest of their group to um, fit their budget, but also they have to, you know, fit their time frame in terms of their activities. And, you know, if they're a bit older, I wouldn't give elementary students the sort of logistical time frames, but if they're like middle school, high school, whatever, you can make them find the activities on their itinerary in relation to one another. So they have to map out exactly how long it would take them to travel from one to the other and, you know, plan, do they need a taxi? Do they need a bus? And uh, as I said, you can, you can really build it out into a big thing uh, if, if you want to, and if you need to fill the time, let's be honest. Um, but you can, you can add lots of extra little challenges if your students are up to it. Jennifer, your activities are so educational. I feel like mine are quite <laughs> fluffy. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> That's fine. I have one more kind of fluffy one <laughs> to share. So it is thank you notes. So um, I get students to like list people like in our school that um, they interact with kind of every day, like maybe they have a gym teacher or a music teacher or like the secretary, the bus driver, I don't know, just like the principal, their other teachers. Um, and then um, we kind of divide and conquer. So I say, who wants to write one for the gym teacher and someone volunteers and okay, you do the one for the secretary and then things like that. And then we draw some pictures and I help them like write some good sentences like, thank you for blah, blah, blah. Sincerely, class 2B or whatever it is. And then, um, yeah, we hand them out. And, like, people love it, love it, the other teachers and the other admin at the school. Um, yeah, I've that's even so nice. Years and some, like, people are just really thankful. And students, like, enjoy that as well. Like, going to hand them out. We take, like, a little trip and we, like, find all the people. And, like, um, yeah, it's, like, really nice. It's a nice activity for sure. Yeah. Okay, and my last one is something that I love to do, which is a last day of school award ceremony, uh, where in which every student in the class gets some kind of award. And some of them I have to like, dig a little deep, 
<laughs> you know, friendliest <laughs> two classmates. Nice you know. backpack. <laughs> nice shoes. Um, but um, in the lowest level classes, the students can at least, you know, stand up and say thank you. And so they have some tiny little bit of speaking, uh, however minuscule, but they also get a little award that they can take home. And in the higher level classes, um, I think my favorite class ever, ever was when I was teaching at an immersion school and the students just spontaneously started giving like Oscar acceptance speeches. And <laughs> a couple of the boys sort of took it upon themselves to like do like the you're taking too long music. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, okay, that's enough. So we had uh, really a lot of fun in that class, but in in every class, I mean, students like getting little awards. And um, if it's English, and especially if their parents don't really speak English, the you know award for the friendliest smile um, can go down just as well as you know most studious most improved <laughs> yeah know? what's the difference same same it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. um, for sure Aww. yeah that sounds like such a nice idea I've, i have never done that um i'm not gonna lie i'm a little bit like lazy about that because i always have like classes of like 30 students and then like mm -hmm. six or seven of those classes so the thought of even like doing that seems crazy <laughs> but if you have like fewer students and smaller classes then yeah like logistically you would kind of know all your students and be able to actually like execute that so like don't be too over ambitious is what i'm saying <laughs> you teach no, a lot of students yeah, that's gonna yeah. be like a burden on yourself if you're sure. teaching at korean elementary schools and have 40 kids in every class and you have five classes a day that you meet once or twice a week no, that math doesn't really add up and you're not going to have <laughs> like, I mean, there were literally the vast majority of kids that I taught in that situation. I did not know any better on the last day of school than I knew on the first day of school. Mm -hmm. It was I know, just, I the same um, feeling. just impossible. I knew the really good kids. I knew the really bad kids, the, the average kids that did the work without causing any trouble or without shining like a superstar. Um, I only knew their name because they wore it on their shirts. Hmm. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, so um, I think that's about it for our last day of school or end of the semester kind of activities. Um, I have a blog article actually with um, a lot more activities. I think I have like 30 of them on there. So um, I will put the link down in the notes for you to check out. And um, Jennifer, we can find you, I think at Teach, Travel, Learn on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> perfect probably not so updated but that's okay the old stuff is still good <laughs> <laughs> you know me so well I knew well I heard I heard into your voice <laughs> I figured it out and, um, <laughs> and then also you can find me at eslactivity.org um, there's a whole bunch of different ideas for lesson plans and activities um, all that kind of stuff and then also the podcast info is at eslactivity.org slash podcast so you can find all the old episodes and uh, listen to them right there and then also please uh, subscribe and leave a review wherever you get this podcast from iTunes or Audible whatever yes um, please yes 
that would be amazing. We actually don't have, we have very few reviews and it makes my heart sad a little bit. So <laughs> I hope, I hope whoever made it to the end, <laughs> I'll go do it right now. Okay, ready? Go, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> we All right. You. Yes, we appreciate you for sure. And until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.